Talking with Girlfriends is our outlet. It's our therapy, our entertainment, and our education. Co-hosts Madness Shete Jones and Tennille Daniels explore how to make life better by doing it together. Join in as we dish on friendship, family, food, faith, and fearlessness. You're now listening to the Love Madam Podcast. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey. How are you? How, I'm good. How you feeling? I am hanging in there. I think that's yes. my like standard answer now. Cause, whew. I know you had a rough week. I did. I did. Yeah, but we thank God we're here. We are. We're making it. We are. We're grateful. Yes. The sun is shining. It is. So, um. What is one thing from the last week, if you can think of one thing that you were loving, anything that you've been feeling? Yeah, so I just want to say that I have been loving and I want to shout out my village. Um, Since we recorded the podcast last, I um, lost my grandmother, uh, who was 94 years old. She died peacefully in her sleep last Sunday. And so Mm. um, I'm just grateful that my village has been there to support me. So I just wanted to publicly shout them out, say um, thank you for all the calls, texts, prayers, um, I just really, really appreciate it. So shout out to my village. What about you? I love it. Um, my thing is kind of superficial, but it is what it is. So today I had the experience of being able to go to the Wegmans in Crofton. And mm-hmm. I just want to shout out the Wegmans and Watch Apple for such a great shopping experience. Um, I got my cart from the parking lot and I started to roll it towards the door. And this guy was like, no, ma'am, you don't need to bring your cart and we'll take care of you. So they had a line outside. They were um, spraying carts down as you come in, wiping them, handing them to you. They had staff at every turn, signs, fully stocked. Um, it was just such a they great experience. Wipes? I was able to get some wet ones for um, with the 99.9% disinfected. Yes, girl. I found everything that I was looking for, except for turkey necks. But they politely explained to me that due to the meat shortage, because I'm making collard greens this week. <laughs> that there might be some um, meat delays, which wasn't a problem, but it was such a great experience that I'm actually going to write them a letter because it was that good. It made my day. I love customer service. So yes, customer service is very important. Just going through this whole like funeral planning process. We have Mm. one lady at the um, funeral home who's a little Mm -hmm. not so personable, but the lady Mm. at the cemetery, she has like just a really kind spirit. And you know, when you're dealing with families in a period of grief, you need somebody who's like Sensitive. warm and loving. Yeah. And, yeah, don't be giving yeah. me attitude, honey. Right, but, right. It's not the time. <laughs> not the time, nor the place. This might not be the right profession for you, ma'am. Exactly. Um, <laughs> reconsider. Um, okay, so with that being said, I want to talk a little bit about our table topic for today. I am thrilled because we have a guest on the show today. Yay! Yes, um, not just any guest, but we have like a super mom on the show. So this is the first episode of May. We're talking about mamas and motherhood all month long. So we had to kick it off 
Wright um, with my girl Simona Wright of District Motherhood and the Mom Friends. And so she is joining us today. Welcome, Simona. Thank you. I'm so excited. Oh, we're so excited to have you. You are, you are the first guest outside of my husband to be on this show. So we're so oh, happy to have you. Yay. <laughs> yes. Um, so welcome to episode 13, everybody. Mom Tribe Community Over Competition. So we have the Mom Tribe Curator and Cultivator Extraordinaire of the DMV here in the house <laughs> to talk about that. So um, before we jump in and we do a little bit of introduction with her, I want to start us off by sharing um, her, pers- her personal mission statement that she shared with us. And so Simona says, I am dedicated to supporting millennial mothers and women by intentionally creating communities, both in person and virtually, to empower their motherhood journeys by sharing relatable and timely information and life stories to equip them with financial and parenting resources and engage them through fun social events. And so for those of you who are not familiar with her, maybe you're not from this area, we wanted to kind of start off with her personal statement in her own words, and we're going to do a quick intro. So Tanil, I'm going to kick it over to you to do the intro. Yes, welcome, Simona. I am excited to um, have you on the show today. This is our my first time meeting you. I have heard so many wonderful things and have heard many things about the mom friends um, from my mom friends. So I am really excited to hear about your story. So Maddie just shared with us your personal mission statement, but share with our listeners a little bit about what you do both as an entrepreneur and in your full time occupation. Okay, so uh, we can get right into. Well, first of all, thank you guys for having me. I'm excited. I always love a good mom girl talk so yes. I'm excited about that um so what do I do as an entrepreneur as an entrepreneur I, for, well my full-time I, I work for myself so I am okay. a, a film publicist um I worked for an agency for a long time as a, a film publicist my public relations career has always been entertainment and film so I work for the American Black Film Festival then I work for a talent agency mm. in LA and then um I worked for Black Girls Rock for a bit and then now I have been at this agency Agency, um, since 2013, I left the agency about um, two years, three years ago, I guess 2017. Uh-huh. And then last year, they called me back because they knew I was a freelancer and I had my own PR thing going on. So they called me back as a, um, a contractor. So, nice. um, so essentially, they're one of my clients now. Mm-hmm. And um, my other clients, Busboys and Poets, when, whenever they launch, launch a new um, restaurant. Um, I handle their PR. So I, I suppose as a full-time occup- occupation, I am a, a freelance film publicist. And then yes. um, as an entrepreneur, I launched my nonprofit organization, District Motherhood, so 501c3. Um, and we are a community based here in the DMV, even though we have a national reach. And we serve millennial moms through our um, events, by pro- like I said, by providing resources and just kind of raising awareness and connecting moms um, specifically in their motherhood journey. I love that. Before, Tanil, before you go to the next, I just wanted a quick nugget. She said that she worked for them and now they are her client. I just wanted somebody who's in that space of thinking Mm -hmm. about taking the next step, owning your own, doing your own thing. And that was a little, that was a little word for me right in that introduction. So yes, snaps to that. (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. We love people who, you know, take a chance on themselves. You've built up an amazing resume and you said, let me just go do me. And yeah, I Mm -hmm. I love that too. Mm -hmm. 
So as um, Maddie just mentioned, we are highlighting moms who we love all month long. So tell us a little bit about your kids and what you love most about mommying. Well, um, so I have three children. My oldest daughter, Denver, she is my bonus daughter. Um, and then I have two sons a year apart, Sebastian and Roman, um, five and four. So um, they are listen, keeping me busy. Two boys a year <laughs> apart. Um, mm. Working me. But um, I love I'm them. Sure. I love them. Listen, like, and because um, I work for myself, I have been a stay-at-home mom for a bit. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I've been used to kind of momming them at home um, before they both went to school. They go, they're in pre-K three and pre-K four. So um, those are a bit of my kids. I'm very hands-on with them. Um, my my daughter, we get her every other weekend. So when okay. she's here, we have that family time. But on a day-to-day, is my husband and I and our two boys. Um, so as what do I love most about momming? Um, I just, I guess I just, you know, as a mom, you just love your kids so much. And I think just having my own mini humans to groom them mm-hmm. um, in a way that I hope that they contribute to society and stuff. So it's, it's interesting. Um, I mean, it's exciting to kind of have that control and um, give back to the world by making sure I'm raising kids. And then also, it's just fascinating to watch them um, grow, you know, their own little minds. I mean, my, I was a kid once, but I don't remember what that was like. And then you have other people's children and you just see them from that lens of visiting. So it's to kind of have access to see how adults um, become adults from five, four years old and what they're thinking. Mm -hmm. Like it's actually one of my favorite parts of mommy. It's like, how do you develop as a human? Yeah, yeah I, I love that. I don't have um, any children just yet, but I have a goddaughter and I am amazed. Like, every, I feel like every couple days she's doing something new and it's just has been amazing for me to be able to watch her grow. And I love it so much. So I can only imagine that through the eyes of a mother. So, yes, mm-hmm. yes, that. yes, yes. And so um, before we kind of dig into the meat of today's uh, episode, I want you to share your Instagram handle with the listeners because some people are probably listening to this while they have their phone nearby and they can check mm-hmm. you out. And we want to make sure, you know, before we get into the key king and everything, we don't want to make, we don't want to forget <laughs> yes thank you to everyone that's listening you can head right over to instagram that's where i'm most active on the social media platform it's miss noche pr m-i-s-s-n-o-c-e-p-r um on instagram and then on my page my email is there and also i've just linked my organizations the mom friends and district motherhood so it's easy to connect so miss noche pr is the best way to um you know know about me learn about my family things that i'm up to yeah that's that's the spot perfect so let's dig in it's time to get right on into the meat and potatoes as i mentioned a second ago Mm -hmm. so as someone who desires to be a mom one day i always love to hear um, women share their journeys to Mm -hmm. motherhood and journey through motherhood so can you talk a little bit about your journey thus far 
Yeah, so I am, um, I've been momming for five years, and I got pregnant at four, at, I said at four years old, oh Lord, at, um, <laughs> in 2014, girl, I was 24, and um, with my ex-boyfriend, who's now my husband, but at that point, he was my ex, we were broken up, and then, yes, girl, the drama, oh my God. I was about to there's another nugget right here. Turn she around, how God turned that thing around. <laughs> will he do it? He will work it out. All right. I was like, oh Lord, what has happened? Um, yes, yeah, so I was like living my best life in DC. I graduated from Howard. I was working at the agency at the time. And um, I actually just got this apartment in Navy Yard, which was like a goal of mine. I love that Navy Yard um, area. So mm-hmm. I'm like living one of these luxury apartments. I have this job. I have my friends. I'm like, this is it. Like, this is what, what life is about as a young mm-hmm. person. And at that point, you know, my boyfriend and I, we had broken up. So we were still, you know, I'm starting to finally get over this breakup. So I'm like, listen, I'm going to see what's up with this scene. Um, I've gone on a couple of days, but me and my ex were still like figuring things out, doing stupid stuff. So now then I figure I find out I'm pregnant. I'm like, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm what the heck like I just moved into this apartment five months ago and I just was ready to let this ex-boyfriend go and then Mm -hmm. now it's like oh no we are like stuck stuck like for real for real Mm -hmm. so that was um my grand introduction when I found out I was pregnant and so it wasn't exactly the plan I had in mind especially also as a Christian I had stepped out of God God's will at that time because mm-hmm. I was like oh no this is not you know I was playing funny I know Lord this is horrible <laughs> so I had to like reconcile um with God with myself you know I used right. God is a gracious God and this was grace a and mercy Listen, grace mm-hmm. and mercy so this was not a surprise to him it was a surprise to me so I had right. to make mm-hmm. sure that I had gotten that together. And then, you know, with that, the the pregnancy, I had a very healthy pregnancy. Like I was happy. I was provided for, even though my husband, uh, my ex-boyfriend at that time, we weren't together, but he had a daughter um, prior to that. So Mm -hmm. he already was experienced in parenthood and he was, he's always been a good man, even though we weren't together, he's Mm -hmm. always been a good man. So the support was there. He never missed an appointment. He got Mm -hmm. me everything that I needed. So, I mean, the support was there, but it was like, oh my gosh, I got to move out this apartment because I can't afford it. I got to leave. I have to like adjust my mindset. I'm going from 24 in DC, living my best life to 24, pregnant, got to move, got to change my mindset. I need to be mature. What am I going to do? Do I stay at this job? So that is how I got introduced to motherhood. Um, Mm. So I definitely wasn't thinking about district motherhood or mom friends at that point. I couldn't even see it. I I didn't even care. I'm not thinking about any other mom, (laughs) but myself and what we're going to do. So um, so the boys are a year apart. So was it, it was, it was a surprise the second time? That's what I'm saying. This is, this is, this is why it needs to be, this is why it needs to be another episode. You see, nobody, 
every time I say that, every every time I'm a guest on a podcast, or nobody ever follows up with that question. I'm always like, do they not realize? Like, Girl. <laughs> you know, Maddie. But, if you don't know, Maddie is Inspector Gadget, so she's going to get all I the be here putting all the puzzle pieces <laughs> together. <laughs> because I'm just like, what the heck? What the heck? Mm -hmm. Sebastian was five months and I got pregnant again. Wow. Yes. Yes. So at that point, me and my ex, we were co-parenting. We had decided actually that that's all it would be. That we were y'all were doing more than co-parenting. That's that's what I'm telling. That's I was like, well, this doesn't look like Love Jesus. I was like, this is what I thought co-parenting would be like based on what I know my friends have been through. It's usually like right. you get the baby, you get the baby. But I was like, okay, well, we're co-parenting. Um, that's just what it is. And then, you know, one day something happened. I was like, no, it's okay. Because at that point, I actually was you getting used to like you know being in my apartment with my baby. I started going mm-hmm. out again, and then I realized I'm like, oh, just because you have a kid doesn't mean that guys don't like you and my snapback game was like lit so I was like oh this is ma'am at 25 yeah right Right. exactly (laughs) but I was like that is that is it like I'm fine I can do this I could co-parent I could get married again like this is fine Mm -hmm. so to get pregnant and at that point again we had agreed that we would be co-parents so when Mm -hmm. we got pregnant again at, at that point I was like listen it's gonna have to you're gonna have to make a left or a right like we just really gonna be like this is it like you can't help me take care of this baby in my room like we gotta really right. live separate lives like right. this or we gotta figure out wh- how and why we got into this situation in the first place yeah and then yeah. if that's the case then we really really gotta make some hard decisions we can't kind of figure out if we're gonna work out it gotta be like my lease was almost over, so we literally need to move in, dedicate mm-hmm. this time to getting it together, focusing on these kids, going to therapy, mm-hmm. and addressing right. why we That's broke right. up in the first place, and give it a good go. That way, if it doesn't work, we can really say, this is it. There's nothing to on look everything. into. Exactly. Mm-hmm. On everything, this is it. And nothing to look into. We are better as co-parents, and that's that. Or we will figure this out. Um, and that's where I stood and I presented it to him and he made the choice to let's just go into this and figure it out. And now we're married. Nice. I love your story. Thank you for your openness and honesty. (laughs) Um, because I think people do need to hear that. Like sometimes when people see, you know, just sort of the snapshot, you don't get all of that. So thank you for sharing your story. So do you, do you have a moment on your motherhood journey, just a particular aha moment um, that made you realize how much you needed a mom tribe? Yeah, well, I was one of the first um, in my squad, my friend, girlfriend's group to have a baby. Um, Mm -hmm. So a lot of my, I was still trying to like go out, but then they wouldn't want to hear me talk about my baby. And my friends are dope. They've always been supportive, but Mm -hmm. life was a little different. And then Mm -hmm. also because I was enjoying motherhood so much and I, I was like, well, this isn't 
you know, this isn't crazy. Like, this isn't whack. Like, I can still live my life, but I, I want to do it with other people who understand that babysitters need to be in place or mm-hmm. we need to talk about kids. Like, what does that look like? Having a space with other moms who enjoy what I want to do, but also mm-hmm. are in this space of mothering because there's a level of understanding that comes to it. And then if I need help, I can also ask them. That's mm-hmm. that, that was... I think after I had my second child, Roman, that's when I realized I'm like, okay, I, I need like a group of moms around. Mm, yeah. Kind of have that tribe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So <clears throat> that's your personal point where you realized you needed a mom tribe. Now, when did you, what was the impetus behind making it bigger? Like when did Simona and Nikki enter the picture? Cause I always assumed y'all was like lifelong best friends. And then mm-hmm. recently heard you say that y'all met you know, later, like in adulthood. So what was the impetus behind starting District Motherhood and that whole movement? Yeah, so we actually have been as um, friends as long as the organization. Um, so we met in 2016 and, and District Motherhood was formed in 2016. So mm. Roman was born in May. We formed District Motherhood in August. She had, wow. reached, yeah, she had reached out. We had been social media friends, I think for a few months. So kind of followed each other, but didn't know much. And she had reached out to um, interview me for her blog. And then she wanted to um, talk to me about an event based on the movie, Bad Moms, since I was handling that movie. That ended up not working out, but we decided to meet up for coffee anyway. And when we were talking, um, just kind of hearing about the similarities that we had, both from Ghana, both boy moms and both being in this area, but looking for the same thing Mm -hmm. to kind of determine what that space would be like for moms who are still in their professional careers, still wanted to enjoy their lives and keep up with the same trends that were the regular events, but have it tweaked slightly for moms, we realized that didn't exist. And we wanted that even if it was just for me and her. So because of the, the, that, um, you know, and that that idea and also with our skill of like PR and event planning, we knew we can marry the two and and put it out there. Just see if anybody would would care. Um, and people did within the first mm-hmm. event. We sold out our mm-hmm. first event and that was um almost four years ago. And now we're over twenty thousand moms strong. So wow. we just wanted that's really the the plan wasn't for to build what we have now. The plan was to just get together and just kind of create this mommy event um this one-time event and then see what that would look like but then once we hit that event and now looking Mm -hmm. back we didn't just focus on the event we had actually built district motherhood it's like oh well let's call Mm -hmm. this space district motherhood let's create a logo let's and we did all that within 24 hours even though we said we were just looking at this event and then after the event it was easy to kind of keep this community going because we had already formed a name an umbrella mm-hmm. so yeah that's that's really what we came to it was like two women together were like let's do this why not it's so amazing ever so many pieces of your story it's like you can see looking back you can see right. god weaving it all together like mm-hmm. when you were going through it and that's so true for so many of us we don't see it but when we look back we're like oh that was divine oh that was you know meant to be i didn't have to sit here and pre-plan that like his hand was right. on it so that's really amazing yeah, yeah, yeah. um 
do you okay so now we've got district motherhood we have these amazing events all of these people are locked in <clears throat> and I mean, the way i see it me as a as a new mom i mean my baby was i think six weeks old and i was at the mom friends in the in the in the back room pumping and everything because i was so <laughs> pressed um, to go to the mom friends from before i was ever a mom. i was i've been pressed to be a mom my whole life so once i had my baby i was like yes i'm in i'm, I'm in, in, the right. in the mom tribe um but do you ever feel like women can kind of overdo the whole mom tribe thing or just make it such an exclusive um, group that like other friends feel left out? And if so, how can new moms, um, especially new moms, kind of navigate that balance of being in this mom world, but also maintaining their existing friendships? Mm -hmm. Well, you know, it's so interesting because a few years ago, that wouldn't have even been a question, right? Like it would have been like, Mm -hmm. well, why is there not a space for like moms? And I think that part of our mission with District Motherhood is to make mom life and mom tribe life so cool where now it isn't a woe is me it's like oh no girl now you are have now entered this crew of women who are still living and are still momming in the bomb way possible where we're trans um uh, what's it called transparent we're relatable we are fun and we're not just like only meeting up for this happy hour to complain but no this is a way of everyday life and we're living it and we're gonna navigate it together so with that being said i don't think it's um overdone or we can overdo it because it just kind of started coming up like even right. when we did district motherhood four years ago a lot of these a lot of the podcasts and a lot of the mommy communities were not there also at that time so especially and, for women of color especially yeah. for women yeah. of color and mm-hmm. before us there was mocha moms you know so it wasn't oh, right. yeah. it yes. wasn't always like this whole thing of of mom conferences or mom blogs or mom podcasts said this is some new stuff and it's mm-hmm. and it's really cool because it is making you feel like oh no this is this is great just like with anything else when once you get to college you have a tribe once you you're a single woman you have yeah, a tribe right. you have, you have the right. whole dc if you're a single woman you're just enjoying right. the living like <laughs> you got everything you got know, everything <laughs> world is your oyster i might need to holler at simona on the side to figure out what she had planned to do as a single woman before listen <laughs> the world we were out here we just live it so now it's like yes, okay ma'am. i'm a mom and you're not the first person to say that like oh yes I'm in the tribe I've had so many people DM me be like girl I cannot wait to be a mom like I want mm. to come because I want to be in this space of yeah, yeah. because we've changed what it looked like, right? Like, mm-hmm. and not even mm-hmm. we've changed what it looked like. We've shown what it really looks like. Like, no, yes, right. we are really having fun. Like, we look like you. We having fun. We drinking like you, girl. Like, you can right. say, you go have one drunk night, and that's okay. Right. We're not just right. never. We're not never drinking, never fighting, never arguing, never that's having right. Like, we are literally every day, but now we have these responsibilities responsibilities and it's not scary it's actually Mm -hmm. cool and we're making it's fun it's a new toy a new experience and we're difficult sometimes but we are going through it so I don't think it's um, overdone or anything I think with new moms yes when you do especially lately if you Mm -hmm. you know come into this space as like oh it's hard making friends as, as an adult in general. So it's like, wait, yeah. there's, there's a mom tribe. What is this mom tribe? What is a mom squad? What are all these things of mom world? And right. that is difficult to come into. But I think that um, deciding like what works for you, which is why the sky is big enough for everyone to shine. There's never too many podcasts or mom communities because you're mm-hmm. going to find one 
that you that makes sense for you and then you can click so I think you know you click with those people so I think just the advice I would be is just check out even before you pop that baby out or even before you get pregnant <laughs> like just figure out like oh let me listen to these mom podcasts and see what they're talking about um so I can point. you know because they can share they'll share those recommendations right. like oh they yeah. had this guest this founder of this organization let me follow her because maybe mm-hmm. she might share a blog post or another community of women that I'm interested in so I think just kind of doing your research like anything like any right. company, any college, if you were moving to New York, you would be on, uh, was it Yelp or Meetup? Yeah, right. right. Looking yeah. for reviews. Looking yeah. For reviews, yep. Anything. This is also a new part of your life. You'd be f- looking for reviews and figuring out right. okay, what's going on. How can I go? Are these friendly? Are these girls friendly? Are they not? Duh, 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 duh. They right. like yoga. Mm-hmm. They like trap music, whatever it is that works for you. You would find what your tribe, who your tribe is. Yeah, I'm going to start following you now because I don't (laughs) like personally researching. And so if I can have a mom tribe who has been there, done that, has the recommendations, sign me up. Girl, come to District Montague. That's where we are. Yes, yes. (laughs) I love it. Um, okay, so last question for this portion of the Q&A. I, um, I've said this on previous podcasts. I love our generation of millennials so much because we show each other so much love. We will yes-sis you to death. Like, go queen, black queen, double tap. Like, there's so much love that I see in our generation that I didn't see so much in, you know, our mom's generation um, or our grandmother's generation. Do you think that what we have with mom tribes and everything, and you touched on this on, you know, the whole thing of like conferences and everything being new, but do you think that this is something that our moms had or something that they needed? Do you think it showed up differently in previous generations? What are your thoughts about mom tribes over the generations? I think it definitely showed up like different. I would definitely say something that they needed because everybody needs um, a support system or girls, you know, everyone needs a girl tribe, no matter what it is. Mm -hmm. So it's definitely something they needed. I definitely think it showed up differently because now we have social media to do those claps and emojis and yasses and and finding out. So um, now we have life in general is different. Like what young people Mm -hmm. do or young mothers do is different. So because of that, we have more access to support each other, mm-hmm. um, blogs are now a thing. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I mean, yeah. not recently a thing, but what I'm saying is like, this is what we we have now. We have the internet. We have many ways to connect to each other yeah. socially. Um, so with our parents, you know, I'm sure they kind of built those relationships within their own friend groups or they may not have even felt like they needed that support because they probably alienated themselves when they become became moms. Like, well, I'm married now. I'm going to do the, my sisters and my right. mom is going to be my support system. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are a lot of things that weren't necessarily talked about, whether it's, we can say it's bad or not. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, maybe breastfeed. Look, look I mean, mm-hmm. everything is a thing now, right? Stay home mom versus working mom. Uh, breastfeeding yeah. versus farm formula right. mom, right. you know, like doula versus doctor. I don't know, like all these things mm-hmm. that probably were not even a conversation at that point where they would even need the level of support that we do now. Um, and it probably didn't even dawn on them like there were options. And for me, particularly, my mom, I was born in the Ivory Coast. My my mom is from Ghana and she's Ivorian and Ghanaian. So even the stuff that we talk about now she thinks are extra. She's like, why are we even talking about it? What is yeah, it? Yeah, my mom says the right. same thing. You know, she's like, what is it? Like, why is this a thing? Just like, go have the baby and go off. Why, why right. are you trying to fight? Right. 
like in every drill why is this something that you guys have to stand for just do it yeah just do it exactly so who knows if I think a support is something that they needed but they probably didn't have all these things in their face where they felt like I need somebody to it was necessary girl when I went to a lactation consultant my mom was like so this lady just teaches people how to breastfeed that's it is she a nurse I said no she's just a lactation consultant that's all she does exactly can you imagine that's why I never even entertained a doula or anything like that my mother would just be like you are out of your mind if you don't just pull your breast out exactly like all this I would never forget when I first had um my baby uh, Sebastian and there was like mm-hmm. this thing that divides like formula and my mm-hmm. mom was so she later apologized because she had to get herself together and realize like first of all Simona is a new mom like don't right everything and right it's a new age but she, she was just so confused as to why I was dividing up this formula in this contraption she's like why don't you just pour it why don't you just and I'm just like because I want to do it mom when you know better you do better we don't have to do things like that anymore I don't have to suffer and use my eyes to measure I bought it's $100 so yes I think it's just different different times that's funny I love it thank you no problem So, you know, we talked about the community and that lightheartedness of having that support. But if you could give one piece of encouragement to a mom who is currently struggling right now, either with mothering or finding a community to, um, you know, engage with so that she can be supported, what piece of advice would you give that struggling mom? I would say like sometimes I would say open first, you have to decide if you do want to um get support you know because mm-hmm. support like anything isn't necessarily just going to come knocking at your door because mm-hmm. everyone as moms we know that we have our own we're thinking about ourselves humans in general but also moms we're thinking about ourselves our daily schedules and we do you know some people do a good job with mm-hmm. checking in but we don't know what sort of support you need until you also decide like I need support and it doesn't mm-hmm. need to have a negative connotation with needing so it could just be needing support to just say hi hey girl so right. so you have to number one be open with that and then be open to to establishing those relationships we always say at district mother huge we can bring the woman we can create the events but i can't force you to talk so if you leave here and decide that you you just came to see what district mother you just had to offer that's on you that's on you you (laughs) know because then you'll you'll leave and be like girl girl yeah there were a lot of people but i didn't need nobody but that was on you because we we created a space and we had the woman and they wanted to click you know so mm-hmm. if you come and want to click you're going to be like hey girl my name is so and so like how many kids yeah. you have okay cool and you decide to put yourself on the track so if you don't that would be my advice this mm-hmm. this world we this motherhood space we need each other not only for the bad days but just because we are a crew and it's a fun tribe and crew to be in but you can yeah. only be in it if you decide to be in it. So I just encourage yeah. you to just, you know, go out your way. Don't be afraid and don't wait for people mm. to be your friend. You can mm. you can also be the friend so that they can they can match you, meet mm. you where you are. Yeah, yeah. and I and that, oh, go ahead, Maddie. Go ahead. I was gonna say that's a life nugget, period. Like right. not just for motherhood, but just like in life, like in dating, in anything. Like it's it's you got to put into it what you want to get out of it. It's important for us to bring down those walls and just open 
up. I think vulnerability is so hard for so many of us because we have these defenses up, but it's mm-hmm. so rewarding um, when we take those steps. So I just, right. I couldn't underscore that more. And that's exactly what I was about to say. You get out of it what you put into it. So mm-hmm. there you go. So Simona, every um, episode, every week, we have an elective segment that we do. We kind of swap it out. So sometimes it might be me sharing a recipe. Sometimes it might be um, the segment we call Tennille's Dating Diary, where she tells us about how her life is going in these DC streets. Um, (laughs) And sometimes we do this um, rapid fire game, this or that. So today we are doing a this or that with you, Simona. So I'm going to- Wait, hold up, hold up. Yeah, Can what? I interject real quick? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm out here, right? So, Simona, if you know any <laughs> quality <laughs> men, because I, I do need some content for the date diary, Listen. holla I, at your girl, okay? I, if you can't get in touch will. with me, get at Maddie. She knows how to find me, okay? I definitely will, girl. I'm a believer in hooking people up, okay? So, I'm like, yes. Hey. And I love hearing dating stories. I'm like, what is going on? Girl, me too. I be so pressed. And he was like, we supposed to rotate these segments out while I'm doing a dating diary every two weeks. I'm like, cause the people want to hear more. Yes. I would I would definitely love to hear. I love it. I could sit all day. You can tell me about this stuff. I'm like, what is going on? What did he do? Right. I love it. All right. Sorry for the detour. No, that was good, girl. You gotta do what you gotta do out here. All right. So we're gonna do um 10 options of this or that. No overthinking, just the first thing that comes to your mind um, between the two options. And they're all on theme with our mom tribe discussion. You ready? Yes. All right, let's go. Mom's night in or girl's night out? Oh, girl's night out. Wine or coffee? Wine. Toddlers or teenagers? Oh, toddlers. Early bird or night owl? I'm an early bird. Cook at home or takeout? Takeout. Potty training or sleep training? Mm, Sleep training. Bottomless brunch or day party? Bottomless brunch. Yoga or weight training? Neither, but yoga. (laughs) Sound like me. (laughs) (laughs) Mom's trip to Morocco or Cape Town? Mm, Morocco. Spa day or night out? Oh, spa day. Love it. Fun. Um, okay. And then we uh, we always close out the episode with our favorite part of the episode, Tanil. That is the question, question of the, the episode. episode. <laughs> All right. So today's question is, Drake says, no new friends, but we're all about our mom tribes over here. Again, I'm just waiting to get in. So <laughs> share a situation where a new friend ended up being right on time for that season or in that season that you were going through at the time? Yes. Well, first of all, I am such a girl's girl. So that whole no new friends thing has never worked for me. Like I'm all Me neither, sis. I don't get that. I don't get that. I'm like, <laughs> listen, let's quit it. Unless you trifling, I don't want no problem. Right, but I'm right, like, right. Yeah. We, we, we always have a good time with the girls. I love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, a new friend ended up being... Uh, I mean, Nikki, right? Like Nikki yeah. was a new friend and, and she was right on time for that season of creating yeah. this space. I call her my pur- purpose partner. So if I was the type that was not into like new friends, or I'm like, oh, I don't trust you. I ain't trying to get in a business mm-hmm. with you, all this stuff. I would have blocked the blessing, not only for Nikki yeah. and I, but for these group of women to 
come to a conference. So she she was that friend that was like right on time. And we just started with a call. She invited me for coffee. I met up with her and now look where we are. I love History. that. Purpose, part- are- Purpose partner is good. Yeah, yes. that is really good. Y'all selling out conferences like Beyonce. So. Listen, yes. Girl. I was like, the conference sold out in five minutes? I'm yes. <laughs> yes, girl. Yes. My ass was up on the laptop with my credit card. I had to I had to leave Ben and the baby in the other room. I was like, don't be talking to me right now. I'm trying to get my tickets. <laughs> yes. All right, Maddie. What about you? Um, so last summer I met a group of ladies on the next door app, um, who were all interested in shedding some postpartum pounds, like a walking group. Sound this sounds like real old lady-ish, but I have a walking crew. <laughs> Walk away the pounds. (laughs) Walk away the pounds. But then we started doing a couch to 5K. Um, So we started doing like intermittent running and walking. And I love that group because number one, we talk about like regular stuff. We don't know each other at all. Um, But number two, we keep each other accountable. And I'm the type of person that will talk myself out of exercise seven days a week. So the fact that I know people are waiting for me or checking or counting on me is really good. So shout out to Shanidra and the walking group in my neighborhood. It's getting warm. So I think we're going to um, kick back, kick back up. So that's wow. my, yeah. Uh, what a, physically distance, uh, I, yeah, we need to discuss. We need to yeah, discuss because exactly. when it got cold, we fell off, and I don't know what this is going to look like in 2020. But where there's a will, there's a way. There mm-hmm. is mask ready, and there we go. And be ready to go. Yeah, and I love that you said you guys are purpose partners. Tanil and I call each other business besties. So <clears throat> we've had a nonprofit, we've had um, a community we started, and then now Tanil's joined me on the podcast. And so I really feel that like sometimes you just have that person that you that God has aligned you with in terms of like your purpose and your passion. So I totally get that. Yeah. All right, T, what about you? Um, A situation where there was a new friend who ended up being right on time. Yeah. So I, um, I think this was probably about a year and a half ago. Now I was in a place where, you know, all of my close friends were starting to get booed up, get married. And I was out looking for another single friend that had the same kind of interest to go out and do things. And I was able to meet a a really good girlfriend who had the same, you know, she was out there. I was trying to be out there. She was a little bit more (laughs) out there than me. So she was able to bring me along. So I just Mm -hmm. appreciated that um, relationship and, you know, the organicness of it all. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, I just happened to meet her at this like dating coach um, event in the DC area. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we've been hanging ever since. So, you know, you never know. I I think you should definitely, as Simona was saying earlier, you have to let your uh, request be known. And so Mm -hmm. if you're looking for a single friend, if you're looking for a mom friend, you know, put it out in the atmosphere. And I truly believe that God will send you the person that you need in that time if you do the work. So every time. um, Yeah. Every time. I love it. So before we close, I just, I want to say this. I met Simona end of last year. So a couple years ago, <clears throat> I had heard her name a couple times and people were like, you don't know her. It seems like you would know each other. When people say stuff like that, I'm like, what does that even mean? How do people <laughs> seem like they would know people, each other, right? Yeah. It was, I think it was around the time that, um, that you got married. I'm like, I don't know. Her name's not ringing a bell, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I had met her husband before and I was like, yeah, I don't know. Her name's not ringing a bell, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then once, you know, I got, 
hooked onto District Motherhood and everything you guys were doing. I was like, oh my gosh, this is the girl that they was talking about. She seems so nice. Same thing, just from afar from Instagram. Um, and then I went to a wives event and I met you and you're so down to earth. Um, so humble, so sweet. And just like, I don't know, there's something about your spirit that's just so warm. And I think it comes through, you know, on the episode as well. Yeah. But I just wanted to, I just wanted to say that, like, Aww. you're just one of the kindest people that I've met. And I think that the whole thing that you're doing behind creating this community around moms, like it's not, um, it's not fake. Like it's real. Um, and I, and it shows. And so, um, I just want to thank you for being who you are and just tell you to keep on being who you are. And thank you for taking the time to be on the show. We really appreciate it. Of course. I had such a great time and it was such a pleasure to meet you last year for, I definitely would never forget that moment. I was like, I would never forget her and I would make sure I follow up. So, um, this was great. I had so um, much fun. This is actually yes. the third podcast I've ever been on. I'm not a podcast. Really? Yes. Oh. Like I'm usually like either at an event or one of these IG live things. I'm like, I was so, I was like, my husband runs a, a podcast network and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what, what do I need to put? Do I need to download? <laughs> I didn't even have headphones, girl. He was like, use my headphones. This is what you need to do. I'm like, okay, got it. I'm ready. Right. He's so, a podcast professional. He's one of the OG, OG podcasters. Podcast I was like, okay, let me get in. So I had, a, this was a really fun conversation and hopefully we could do it over drinks in real life. And just, yes, ma'am. Yeah, I love that. Episodes, so I just, I. I just texted my girlfriends earlier today and said I had an idea about doing a front yard happy hour, like, you know, with like lawn chairs in the front yard. So I think I'm getting ready to plan something. So you might be getting an invite from me soon. We want to do like a distance something. So it's, this is, this is still coming to fruition as I'm thinking, but the weather is too nice. Like there has got to be a way for us to see people in real life. Yeah. Hopefully, you know, things are getting better. So I'm hoping they will like relax a portion of activity, but uh, a front yard happy hour is fine, girl. We will come in our finest mask and pull it down. Yes, ma'am. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. Don't order my sequence mask right now. Um, T, you got anything before we close? No, I just thank you for your transparency. Thanks you for sharing your story. Thank you for creating uh, a community of mothers. Um, and like I said, I just can't wait to join. So keep yes, doing what yes. you're doing. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Until next time, happy Mother's Day. Love y'all. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Love Madden Podcast. Wait, are you subscribed yet? If not, what are you waiting for? Want to show more love? Rate and review. Then let's keep talking over at lovemadden.com and at lovemadden on social. Love, M-A-A-D-E-N.